Hello and welcome back to an almost typical brown girl. I'm your host, an almost typical brown girl, Emsha. And today I'm very tired. I'm just trying to this is my last like week of work at school. Um and I mean that in the sense that technically my school ends like the last official day of school is June twenty fourth. But the marks are due due twenty June the marks are due June twenty third, and all of my final assessments like we're not going to be doing anything that'll be assessed that last week. So all of my assessments like today my CPT was due I finished it I'm gonna post it on the next episode because I would I feel like it would be kind of tone deaf of me to do it in this episode and I'll find out why at the end. Then, for all of today, all of tomorrow, and I think maybe even some of Wednesday, today is Monday, by the way, um, I'm going to be studying for an organic test. Now, um, I don't know anything about organic chem, so I have to catch up on all the work, and I have to pay attention, it's just not fun. Why did I turn my phone oh, to check when I have class? Um, and then, Thursday, I'm going to be studying for the CPT test portion on that's on Friday so you know May 30 shoot oh it's May 30s there that Wednesday last Wednesday so it's the same here P1 in the afternoon okay I'm sorry I just had to check when I have class um on Wednesday anyways so um yeah I'm kind of exhausted and I have to go back to doing work um, the thing is, though, now in Ontario, or at least where I live, uh, South Ontario, a lot of things have opened up. So what that means is that the tutoring center's opened up, so I have to go in um, today to help out. Um, oh my god, I'm, I just can't wait for this week to be over. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this in my last week's episode, but I've been watching a lot of Hamilton because for some reason that's the only way I can focus or like pay attention or whatever on like to school stuff it's so strange um i have to i have to refill i have a pitcher of water right here where i am where i sit to record so i have to refill my pitcher and also switch my glass it's getting kind of dirty and i have to take uh, my my area is messy so what i'm going to do after i finish recording this podcast this week's episode and uploading it um i'm here to get a straw uh, I'm moving around. That's why I'm breathing a lot. I do not walk around much. I just stay in my little corner. So after I'm done recording this week's episode, I'm going to do a bit of cleaning of my area and then get a little more organized and then finish my work. But um, yeah, it's actually kind of exciting this week. This week is like, for, I've been saying to everyone, like, I'm considering this my last week of school because I'm not going to do any work next week. So, um, yeah, so I'm kind of excited for this week to be over. We have an event um, that ESC is planning on the 18th, and then we have another event on the 23rd, but then by then school will be, uh, like, school will be pretty much over. Um, I'm just kind of over school. Chemistry has been pretty tough because I, I'm, I've been, like, studying terribly. Like, I've not been studying like one should terrible habits 
Uh, I'm sorry, I was just listening when my mom came home. Uh, what else? Oh, so recently, so a while ago, in 2019, July, I, I, this is when I, that's when I got my phone for the, like, this was actually one of my very first phones. Um, the other ones, like, I would just play games on, but this one, like, was an actual phone, and it, it was mine. Um, I think my very first first phone, I think my first phone, period, was the, like, it was a Nokia Slidey phone, but I would only play Snake on it, so I'm not even sure if that counts. Anyways, so, um, when I first got this phone, I downloaded this game that I was obsessed with as a child called Dragonvale. Now, if you have not heard of Dragonvale, you, you should have heard of it, because it's a great game. It's It's a great game. So it's basically about these dragons. Um, it's very nice. So you, you have these dragons and you basically take care of them and they're on these islands and it's magic and stuff. Um, so I, I have Dragon Veil. I re-downloaded it. And the thing is, when I, for, when I got it that time, uh, in 2019, I was doing summer school. And I would be playing Dragon Veil during class. Like, it was an addiction. It was a problem. Uh, also, one of the one of the other weird things about Dragonville is my school had it blocked on their Wi-Fi. So basically, I don't know if this is the case for all schools, but at least for my school, they block different like different um, websites or applications or whatever, which makes sense. Like Instagram or Snapchat, you don't want people like Instagramming or Snapchatting in the middle of the school day. But I don't understand. Like some other ones, like uh, like websites where you can download music, they deleted those. Like they blocked those sites. Um, they blocked Dragonvale, so I found that very strange. So I had to download a VPN uh, to play Dragonvale, but then it became too much, and so I just deleted the VPN because because um, with VPN I also because I get pretty distracted. I get distracted really easily. The only thing that keeps me from being distracted. Oddly enough, is Hamilton. It's just so strange. It's the only way I can study. Even when I was studying this morning, our teacher gave us a study period. I was watching Hamilton, because I, I unfortunately, and I got a lot of work done. So I'm not sure what it is or what the like how it it's working or why it's working, but it is. So I'm not gonna stop. Uh, you know, there's only a week left. I think I would I wouldn't want to stop right now. Um, what else? I'm trying to think of anything else academic related. Um, yeah, I just have a lot of, I have a lot of work. Oh, yeah. So basically, for our graduation, our school is going to hire a photographer uh, to come in for these two weeks uh, to take pictures of the grads, but then um, it got cancelled. I guess nobody signed up or something. So I had it saved on my calendar, but I'm going to just delete it. Delete. Alright, I'm also going to get Boba on the 24th get uh-huh um i just had to put that on my calendar so i wouldn't forget um what else oh so a couple i think this week so my headphones broke so i had to ship them in for warranty and stuff and so i did and now i can't really i don't know it's just so strange because usually when i exercise i have my headphones in we have a treadmill. So usually when I run on the treadmill, I have my headphones in. But I haven't been able to... Because I need something to distract me from the running. Otherwise, I'm never going to be able to do it. So I don't have headphones right now. So I haven't been able to run on the treadmill for the past, like, 
week since I sent it in. Um, so that's kind of strange. So today I was like, you know, you know what? I'm going to get up when I start doing my homework tonight after I come back from the center. And every half hour I'm going to get up. I'm going to walk around for five minutes and then I'm going to go back to work. Because honestly, guys, on average, I would say in one day, I probably get 300 steps according to my phone. 300 steps is definitely not enough for one day. I'm sorry, I'm drinking water. Um, so yesterday I met up with some of the people on ESC because we were supposed to practice a game. But then not everyone showed up. So we just started talking about our lives. And I'm... And oh, here's... I have so many pens. Okay. I definitely got to clean up down here. So, you know, that was fun. Um, anything exciting happen? School, 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 really. That's basically all that's happening in my life right now. Uh, I went to a rally um, this weekend, and I'll mention it later on in the episode. Um, but that was fun. I got to meet some of my friends. Uh, there was this crazy thing that happened. So, this dude. This dude came up behind me. It was this old, old dude. Uh, I was just chatting with my friends about the rally. We were at this rally because, um, unfortunately, um, an attack occurred in London. So in London, there was this Muslim family, Muslim Pakistani family, who um, were who were killed. They were murdered by uh, this individual uh, who. It was a planned attack. He just he just went and killed four out of the five members of the family. It was there was a fifteen year old girl, her mother, I believe her mother was thirty four or something doing her PhD. Her father was a physiotherapist, and then her grandmother. Um was there her grandmother. And they left behind one nine year old boy. So the entire family died except for that one nine year old, but he sustained major injuries. Because this one dude, it's just so disheartening. This one dude just drove into them. And it was vehicular manslaughter. Um, but, like, on purpose. It was... And the frustrating part is it was a targeted attack. And we know it was a targeted attack. Because this was um, pre-mediated. Like, there's proof that he, he was stalking them and stuff. And... Um, and he he was laughing and he was he was it was so disgusting i just i couldn't and then you know so we were at this rally for that for that um thing and it was it was a pretty like islamophobic attack really so then one dude he like pushes behind me he put okay we're in the middle of a pandemic okay everyone is social distancing wearing masks i'm here chatting with my friends he pushes past us and, and he goes, F you. And it was really quiet. And only myself and I think my sister heard. Because my sister was standing next to me. And so I, I lose it. I lose it. I start screaming back at this man. I'm like, oh, um, like, what are you saying? Like, this is a family area. You shouldn't be using that language. And he has two little girls with him. Okay, I was so mad. I couldn't even think straight. I was like berating him on his language when there were like a million other things wrong with that. I was like, you shouldn't be saying that. There are children here. This is a family friendly place. And these two guys uh, who were next to me, 
they come up to me after I, I stopped screaming. They're like, what happened? I was like, that dude, he just pushed past me and said a few. And they're like, oh, really? And they run at him. I was like, yo, something's about to go down. So they start talking to him. And the, the, I, I mean, I would have been intimidated. They were very they were very intimidating guys. If I had done something like that and they came up to me, I would start crying. I would honestly start crying. So then they come back and they're like, started making excuses and um i was like thank you guys so much for that and they're like no it's good they stood up my friends got they, my friends were like why did you do that like just leave him be i was like bro did you hear him there's no way that's right it was just really irritating that entire thing which is like i have some interviews so at that rally i interviewed uh three different people and i you will hear those i guess you'll hear those interviews now um since that's what i'm talking about right now so you can hear those interviews right now they'll come up and then yeah so um i had fun doing those interviews though um my sister came with me but she didn't ask any of the questions it might be a little loud i haven't listened to i haven't listened back at them yet it might be a little loud but um pardon me uh hopefully you can hear everything clearly i'll listen to that right now actually so here are the interviews Hello and welcome back to an Almost Typical Brown Girl. I'm your host, an Almost Typical Brown Girl, Amsha, and I am here at a rally uh, that is honoring the people who died in the London uh, attacks. Um, and I'm looking for someone to interview now. I'm trying to choose someone to interview. Who should I interview? Should I interview those lanty sitting down? Okay, I'm going to go interview those. Yeah. Hold on. So I'm here with my first person who I'm going to interview. Uh, do you want to introduce yourself? Sure. My name is Etab, and I live in Mississauga, and I've been here for 30 years in Mississauga. That's awesome. I've actually been living here for, I think, almost 9 or 10 years now, so it's been a while. Uh, so one of my first questions is, how do you feel about everything that has just happened in this past week? It's very devastating and um, heartbreaking for me. I've been, in, like I said, for 30 years. When I came to Mississauga, there wasn't a big Muslim community, and we did face a lot more discrimination. And, you know, I just thought that those days are over. I really felt that, you know, we're all safe as Muslims to be able to kind of, you know, use our freedoms and just, you know, identify as Muslims and still feel safe. But this event, unfortunately, has reminded me that, unfortunately, we still have some inner demons that we have to face within our society, and they have to be really uh, addressed properly. So how do you feel about how, like, the government, not like the government, like how, so the man who Nathaniel Veltman, I believe his name was, has been charged with, I believe, four counts of murder, but with uh, he hasn't been charged for any, like, terrorism. He's mostly identified as um, a person who had mental health issues or anger management issues. So I feel like that part hasn't been touched on a lot. How do you, like, what, what, do you, what would you say? That's extremely frustrating because this is 100% an act of terrorism. That man terrorized that family. He terrorized the community. He terrorized Canada as a whole. And that's exactly what that is. This should be um, definitely an act of terror, identified as an act of terrorism. It's really disappointing that they're not looking at it from that perspective, and it should be addressed as such. And just overall, how do you think we as a society can kind of make this better? Because like, like you said earlier, like it's really disappointing to see that in a place, in a community where you thought that Islamophobia or racism isn't that prevalent, an, act, uh, an attack like this would have happened. So how do you think we as a community can kind of grow from this, learn from this, and make this kind of stuff not happen again? 
I think we all have to kind of unite, first of all, because we do have a lot of divisions amongst us, ourselves in the community. We have to come as one voice, and we have to address the politicians and the policymakers. Um, definitely, we have to be united in that approach so that they take it more seriously. And um, finally, I just want to say that if, if, you know, being a Muslim in 2021 is no, you know, is a question in Canada, then, you know, the sad part is, as a Muslim, that those, those individuals could have been Sikh, right? They didn't have to be necessarily Muslim. They could have been Indian or Hindu, of Hindu faith. They could have been Buddhist in their traditional garb. We are Canada. We are a country of multiculturalism. And we should all, not only Muslims, but all faiths and all nationalities stand together against this and reach out to our politicians so that there are stronger policies against these types of acts, terrorist acts, to say. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Have a good day. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So I'm here with another person who's willing to be interviewed. Would you like to introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Salmika. My name is Nadia. Awesome. So uh, I just wanted to ask, firstly, how do you feel about what happened uh, last Sunday with uh, like the attack? How did that make you feel? Oh, it made me feel really like disturbed. I was really shocked and shooken up and just like felt really numb. Didn't know how to really handle it because I have a, a family with the same number, like two kids. And I was thinking, what if I went out for a walk with my mom, like their grandmother that day, and my youngest, 10-year-old, would be left in that situation. So it really hit home. It really affected us a lot, actually. So uh, a lot of people are saying, like, you know, the family weren't visibly Muslim. Like, nobody was wearing hijab or anything. So some people are like, is it a racist? Is it an Islamophobic kind of thing? So... I mean, either way, it's terrible. It's still really, like, uh, disturbing. But, like, what do you think? Is, was it, like, an, an act of racism, of Islamophobia, a mix of both? I think it was Islamophobia, and I think that the person knew that they were Muslim, and he had the hate in his um, heart for Muslims, and that's why I understand that, um, you know, he was, I think, happy with what he had done. Yeah. Uh, and how do you think we as a community can kind of come together and overcome this? Because obviously, like you would think at this point in time, Muslims having had lived in Canada for quite a while, you would imagine that this, these kind of attacks wouldn't happen anymore. So uh, how do you think we can kind of overcome this and make sure attacks like this won't happen again? I think events like this today and all these other marches that are happening and vigils across the country or across Ontario, like there's 14 cities across Ontario that are holding vigils, but not just, it, we shouldn't wait for a vigil or for a tragedy to happen to do these events. I think we need to do these types of events, these multi-faith events, to come together as a community to help like fight hatred. Thank you so much for your time. I hope you have a great rest of the week. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Uh, so I have one more interviewer, uh, interviewee, I don't know. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure. Uh, my name is Summer. I live in Mississauga. Awesome. All right. So first of all, how do you feel about what happened with this family in this past week? Um, the news obviously was absolutely gutting to the entire Muslim community. Um, my heart is with their young son who is now orphaned and their family. And um, I feel like more, more now than ever that we need to act and we need to make sure that our, politi our po politicians and our government really puts in uh, changes systemically. So how do you feel about how this is being handled? Like the um, attacker 
uh, Nathaniel Veltman. He has only been charged with four cases of mur- four counts of murder, and uh, a lot of the media tends to portray like they're portraying him as uh, someone who had anger management issues, someone who had mental health issues, and they're kind of like trying to downplay what he has done. So how do you feel about how the media has been handling this? I'm honestly, um, I'm not surprised. Uh, we've seen this before. Um, and I feel like we need to speak out about it and ask, you know, where's his mugshot? Because we know that if this was flipped, that if this person was racialized, um, their images would be everywhere. Their mugshot would be everywhere. There wouldn't be anybody um, affording him the benefit of doubt. Um, and frankly, it also stigmatizes mental health issues because it always paints these terrorists, which is what he did, and he is a terrorist, as um, people that are mentally ill when really he's probably fine and he went out and was deliberate about killing this family. And how do you feel that we as a community can move past this and kind of try to heal the wounds, make sure these kind of events never happen again? I think it has to be a joint effort between us and um, politicians, between people of other faiths as well. Um, I feel like there's power in community and power in joining up, joining together. We've seen it with Gaza. We've seen it with everything that's happening in Palestine. Um, the posting on social media helps bring um, helps bring shed light and. Um, I, I think that just changes, systemic changes, making sure that we, we hold our politicians accountable for the things they say they're going to do. All right, thank you so much for your time. I hope you guys, you have a great rest of the day. Bye. Uh, those have been my three interviews because it's very stressful trying to find more. Do you see mommy? I see brown people. I feel, I see the see people. Do you see Najee? Uh, anyways, I'm going to shut up and go. Bye-bye. So those were the very insightful interviews. I really enjoyed interviewing those people. They had very interesting uh, things to say and really interesting perspectives. I need more water. Uh, so, I mean, it was the very first time I actually went out, and it, it was very stressful for me. I was like, oh, my God, I have to interview these people. Because I usually think of myself as pretty extroverted, but, man, I was really stressed out when it came to those interviews. Um... I was like, it was, I found it pretty stressful because I had to choose someone to approach. First of all, that was the hard part. I had to choose someone to approach. I had to go up and be like, um, I would go up to, I had to choose someone to approach. I had to choose somebody who I felt would be nice, wouldn't attack me. Um, <laughs> I meant like verbally attack, like, I don't know. And then I would go up to them. And then I would, the first two people I asked, um, I was like, yo, is if hi, hi, my name is, um, and I run this podcast called An Almost Typical Brown Girl. Would you, um, I wanted to interview people, ask them how they felt about what happened last week. Uh, would you be, like, as a fan of any of you and you? And they said no. So I was like, oh, okay. And so I would just leave. But asking them is very stressful. It's very nerve wracking because, like, what if they reject you? And then I. So I'd ask them, and then I would, hold on, give me a second to remember what I'm saying. Remember, just get a hold of myself. <laughs> so I would ask them, and then they would, if they said no, I would be like, okay, well, thank you. 
so much. It's no big deal. But if they said yes, I'd say thank you so much. It'll just be a few questions. And then I would turn on my phone and I'd be like, hey, okay, was a, was a, here's my second interviewer or whatever. Here's my interviewer. Would you like to introduce someone? And then I'd ask the questions. I hope you guys could hear it well. I mean, that's just really, I hope, because it was very loud there. Many people came. Um, not like so many that like you'd be shocked or like social distancing or whatever, but many people came. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, other than that, I'm just stressing out about university, man. There was this checklist that I was copying down. I don't know where my paper with it went. Oh, there it is. For, for university. Um, and then I just got so busy with schoolwork. I have a couple emails that I have to actually catch up on. Speaking of university. Um, but, yeah. Oh, what else happened this weekend? Mama, so for those of you who do not know me, I'm like a super, like, super big Mamamoo fan. And so, uh, Mamamoo, they were talking, they were negotiating their contracts with, um, what's, with RBW, right? Because seven years had, had passed. And so, um, I'm sorry, I'm like doing three things at once. So their contracts had expired. They were expiring this year. And so Solar, um, Moonbule, Huasa, they all renewed their contracts. But then Wien is not renewing her contract. But she's still going to like participate in Mamamoo activities until December 2023. But she's not renewing her contract with RBW, which I was like, oh my god, what? And like, I was... I mean, I'm sure she's doing what's best for her, but, like, I was just so... I know, I was kind of shocked, because in my mind, I was like, okay, if Hwasa renews hers, then Wien's probably going to renew hers. And, but Hwasa did, Hwasa did, and Wien didn't, so I was like, oh, wow. So, yeah. There's that. Um, I don't really have much else to talk about i don't think oh jay maya she recently released her new song thanatos the end of us and i've heard little snippets of it i haven't had the chance how about we do that let's react to that for the rest of this episode i bet it's on youtube youtube.com make sure my computer doesn't crash all right here we go i don't know how you pronounce thanatos by the way Anatos Jemaya. There we go. There it is. Uh, I so I'll do off her channel that she did it on. Here we go. Oh my God! Wow, that just started immediately. Uh, anyways, I'll just read the description out to you guys. Thanatos End of Us tells the story of her relationship on its last legs. The desperate attempts to enjoy its final moments and the end to, and anxious anticipation of the end. This one means so much to me. Hope you enjoy. And then she has the lyrics in there. Uh, and then I'm seeing a lot of comments. Okay, here we go. The beginning kind of gives me Melanie, like Melanie Martinez vibes. Kinda.
Who's the humming? Who does this remind me of? This really does give me like... I really like the lyrics. She's like a great lyricist. This reminds me of... Hold on. What song is it by Mama Moo? Oh, I better have... I think I have it downloaded. Downloaded. Uh, oh my god. No. My Star. It reminds me of My Star by Mama Moo. If you guys like this song, then totally check out My Star by Mama Moo. Thanatos, that's how I say it. Wow, this sounds I so I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really like um Achilles heel very much. I appreciated that many people did like it, and I appreciated the lyricism and like all that. I personally did not like this like the song the sound. Like I liked it, but not sonically I didn't very much. But this whoa, holy like she outdoes herself. Oh my god. Oh my god. I can't. Whoa. Oh my god. This is so good. Oh my god. My grave. Ooh. I can see the end of us, of us, of us, of us, drowning in the night. <laughs> it was too much, too much, too much. Oh my god. Bro. It always go to plan. Oh my god, this is actually so good, guys. You dig my grave. Damn, oh my god, I love it. The bridge? Yeah, oh, this person saying Ariana Grande vibes? From the chorus, that's what I get. Oh my god, this is so crazy. I love it so much. Oh my god, you guys can't see my face, but I'm just... So in awe. Yes. Yo, that was absolutely, absolutely yes. Everything about this was great. Okay, time to read some comics. Co comics? I meant comments. A lot of people like it. A lot of people. And I am one of them. Oh my god, this is actually so good. Holy hot damn. Yo. I would totally love to have Jamaya on the podcast. Oh my gosh. I love... Oh my god. This one's... Our, oh wow. I cannot form coherent sentences. This is so good. Oh my gosh. 
please. Okay, maybe I'll try giving Achilles heel another listen because I didn't. I, I don't think I ever actually completely listened to it. So here we go. Let's actually listen to it. The comments are turned off on this one. This one doesn't have the lyrics on it. The river sticks and never thought it'd be you. I miss no dangling by the ankle somewhere cold. That's the only part I know. No, like, I think it's a rock uphill. Like, I could fall for a daffodil. Like a star into the door. It reminds me of, um, Karis, um, what I like, what I like, I'll take what I can get. I want the whole lo- some of you by Karis. I think that's how you say her name. I don't know this. I don't like the chorus of this one. I guess I just like that really dark sound that was in the Natos. Oh, hold on. The way she vocalizes, it kind of reminds me of, I think it's Ariana Grande. It's kind of reminding me. She's really talented though, for sure. Lyrically awesome. How does it feel to be like a great lyricist? Oh, I like the second chorus better. That's a kid they see. Oh, wow. I actually like the bridge a bit. <laughs> I never listened to the bridge, so this is. I like this a lot. Don't know who Prometheus is. Don't know. But she's finally taking back her fire. She's closing that Pandora's box as well. We stand. What's what's Glecophis? I feel okay. So here's the thing. I think the reason I didn't like Achilles' heel that much is because it made me stupid when I listened to it. Because she's like throwing out all these references. I went on the genius lyric annotation for that, and I felt so. It made me feel so <laughs> unsmart. I was like, oh my god! But it's so compl- She is so clever. Oh my god. I cannot even, but I don't know who half these people are. I was never really into Greek mythology. Like, I, I told myself I was, but I wasn't really. I wasn't really. My sister has read the Percy Jackson series, I think. I think she's a lot really into it. I know very little. I know Zeus. I know Hera. I know they're uh, the Roman names, where Zeus is Jupiter, Hera is Juno, and then, uh, 
Pluto, Pluto is the dude, Hades. Pluto is Hades. I'm sorry, I get very, my brain has very much, very much lags, yes. Bro, but wow. Blown away. I'm not even done yet. Who's Paris? Paris is the dude from Romeo and Juliet. Yo. That bit right before that third chorus. Damn. That's Achilles heel. Bro. Wow. This is great. That's all I can say. That's so well done. Jay Maya, if you're listening to this, I really like your music. Ooh, I follow her. I follow her. I think very great. I actually think when she first uh, did the little thing of Achilles heel on her um, thing, I actually listened to it at the very beginning and I really liked it. And I think I saved it as well. That reel, I was like, oh my god, who is this? Oh, wow. It was, I, I think it, I didn't like it very much at the beginning, but at the end, by the end, she took me, wow, amazing. Can't imagine. Jay Maya, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to be interviewed, hit me up. If you want to be on the podcast, hit me up, please. Anyways, I think this is a nice place to end the episode. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope you all have a swaggy week. It's almost summer break, so hang in there. Uh, And I'll see you all next week. Bye.